0: Diagnostic complete. Sensors are functioning normally. Transfer of data is complete.
1: Hey what's going on everybody welcome back to Star Trek exercise I'm your host Tony Kowalski now listen I know I know before you say anything oh my gosh where you know where have you been oh my gosh it's crazy I don't know if any of you guys are actually wondering that but I'm just gonna put it out there that I have taken a brief intermission um I hope you guys had a happy Halloween I know I did it was great My girlfriend and I dressed up, I had my Captain Kirk uniform on, and she went as a female Spock, and that was just absolutely amazing. We got so many compliments, I was actually pretty surprised. It really made my Halloween pretty, it really made my Halloween special, definitely one that I'll never forget, because I've always just, you know, wanted to dress up with somebody and have matching Star Trek costumes, and who's who's better to do it with than my girlfriend, you know? Uh, It was absolutely amazing, I had a wonderful time. Uh, I want to know what you guys dressed up as. If you dressed up, you can go ahead and hit me on Twitter at NX. And, you know, I want to see what how you guys' Halloween went. Um, basically, uh, it's officially Season 2. And I know that in Season 1, I was talking about, oh, adding all this new stuff, you know. New intro, new sounds, you know. And I will be doing that, okay. And I'm going to experiment with that in this uh, podcast right here, okay. Now... I have been on another podcasting app, okay, and, you know, that's, I'm, I'm really going there to get some ideas, see how people work with one another, and um, I'm definitely still open for people joining on in, doing these Star, uh, this, these star Trek podcasts with me, um, I've put a lot of effort into this, I have taken notes, I have, you know, gained up a lot of knowledge um, and I'm super duper excited. Um, so anyone that's interested, go ahead and hit me on Twitter. Say, hey, Tony, I want to do a podcast with you. And, uh, we'll go ahead and do that. Um, now, um, I'm gonna give you guys a little bit insights insight on what's going on in my life, what's been happening, what I've been up to, um... Really, I've been searching for a job, I've been doing all this, and, uh, you know, know, I'm going to be completely honest, I'm ashamed of it, but I haven't been uh, on Star Trek as much as I want to. Um, I recently started American Horror Story, and man, I gotta tell you, that stuff is addicting. Um, And I actually put off Star Trek for about a week and a half, and I was... I watched, uh, I think, like, four seasons of American Horror Story in a matter of two weeks. Um, I'm I'm on season five right now, and I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think I'm going to finish it. Like, season two is my favorite. Season five is just weird. Um, So I'm back on Star Trek now, and that's all I have been watching. Um, I've also gotten into a little bit of the Star Trek fan films, like Star Trek Continues. I know that's a little mini fan series. Um, and then I was watching Star Trek Renegades, and it was one of those things, like, I'm thinking, like, this may not be, like, official Star Trek, but for a fan film, I mean, you have Chekhov in there, they brought some of the, they brought some of the original cast back, and I'm just like, this is really good, you know? um and i waited a while to do that just because i was a little bit skeptical i was like it's a fan film but a lot of people were talking about it and i was like let's give it a shot and i don't regret that um you know and i'm i'm having a lot of fun with it um i know today it's a it's a it's a star trek day um as i'm recording this podcast right now i am currently in my commander riker uniform because I don't know, I'm, I'm a little bit in the Star Trek spirit today. I am every single day, but a little more so today. I'm really rocking it today. I may be lounging around the house, but um, I'm definitely just chilling around in my Star Trek uniform here. Um, I want to know uh, what you guys have been up to, okay? I've been gone off of this podcast for a while. I have taken multiple takes, but I kind of really wanted to take almost a month, I'm pretty sure it's been a month since I've uploaded a podcast, and I I wanted to take a month to kind of think about what I wanted it to be about, kind of refresh up on Star Trek, maybe get some new uh, facts in, you know, and just sit here and talk with you guys about Star Trek, which is all what this is about. Um, I have uh, gotten halfway through Star Trek Enterprise season Sorry, I've gotten halfway through Star Trek Enterprise season three, um, and I'm surprised that I haven't finished it yet. Like I said before, besides Discovery, it is still my favorite Star Trek show. Um, but uh, there's the uh, season three. I, I I'm gonna be completely honest. I feel like in every Star Trek series I've watched so far. The third season is always the best. The original series season three had the best episodes. There was a lot of amazing episodes in Star Trek: The Next Generation season three, and in Star Trek: Enterprise. I've been watching it so far, and it's actual. It's actually really good. We're starting to get into middle a little bit more of the temporal Cold War, Um, and you know the Zindi. You know Captain Archer and you know the entire Enterprise crew. The Zindi is like trying to destroy and wipe out humanity and uh, Captain Archer is just like, he's going hard, like, you, he, he really, you can see that he really do, will do whatever it takes to find out who these Zindi are, uh, what they're up to, and why they are trying to uh, destroy Earth, um, oh dear, as you can see, that was my little notification ringtone, um, I'm still supporting Trek, always supporting Trek, um and if there's one time that you don't see me supporting truck, you can come ask me and say, Tony, what the heck's wrong? Um, because if I'm not supporting truck, if I'm not in a truck mood, okay, um, then something's really wrong. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Um I've got my little uh remote control phaser here. I'm gonna turn it on. Control mode. Control mode. Blue memory bank. Blue memory bank. This thing is my remote control um, and it's just one of those things that's so amazing, um, you know, I love it so much, uh, I just charged it up, I haven't used it in a while, but I brought it with me when we were in Halloween, I brought my communicator, I brought my phaser, and then I had my little trivel with me that just sat in my car, um, and it was just so amazing, I let my girlfriend borrow my tricorder and she was rocking that, and it, Star Trek is so fun, there's, it's, it's one of those things, Now, on this new podcasting app, I don't know if I said, the name is Stereo, and um, I'm going to, you know, it's one of those things, think of it as like a random talk, okay, you have these people, um, you have absolutely no idea who they are, okay, people do shows on there, and you know, people even have church on the app, you know, and that's where podcasters, comedians, everybody goes, okay, Um, it's... It's not huge. I, I've, I've only met maybe two or three people that uh, live in Kentucky, which is where I live. Um, but other than that, uh, it's not very popular in Kentucky. Um, but I've, I, I've been using that for a little bit, and you know, I'm just I'm, I'm feeling like I'm a little bit over it, you know, um, just because I'm not really keen on talking to people that I don't know. You never know who's gonna be inside of those, you know, talks. Um, you know, and there's a leaderboard, people get paid to do that, and then when people start getting paid, a lot of people's egos start going up all the way, you know, and it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm the best, you know, they put it in their biography, oh, I'm a five times winner, like, nobody cares, whatever, but, um, you know, there's not a lot of people on there that like to talk about Star Trek either, I've met, I've met a few, I think there was one conversation where I, where I hopped into the podcast and they were talking about Star Trek and I was like, all right, this is my, this is like my time to shine, you know, and I have done, um, one Star Trek podcast on there as well. And, you know, people, you'd be surprised, um, when, don't mind that trend, you'd be surprised the amount of people that, uh, you know, they say, oh, I don't know enough about Star Trek. And then when you give them the facts, they're like, damn, that's really cool. You know, and what people don't notice is there's a lot that's put into Star Trek. I was telling people how the Vulcan salute didn't originate in Star Trek, that it actually originated from Boston. Because uh, Leonard Nimoy, obviously, he's he's Jewish. So um, it was actually from Boston and Leonard Nimoy actually knew about the Vulcan salute. Obviously, it wasn't called the Vulcan Sloot, but he actually knew about that hand motion when he was very young, because it was part of, like, an Orthodox Jew synagogue kind of prayer ceremony. And that, that, that like, the Vulcan salute was the actual hand gesture that they used. And when people found that out, they're like, oh, man, I didn't even know that Star Trek went that deep. They must have put, like, yeah, Star Trek goes deep. A lot of the things that they use in there, it, you know, it didn't even originate from Star Trek. Star Trek has influenced um a lot of the things that we use today for example it has influenced you know cell phones you know when motorola came out with the flip phone you know it was kind of based off of star trek and you know the you know when you go into walmart for example you see those doors they slide open Uh, That was based off of Star Trek as well. And Star Trek has influenced a lot of the things that everybody knows today. And nobody really even knows about it. Like, obviously, if you're a Star Trek fan and you take the time to do the research, you'll know about it. But a lot of people don't know that. And when they find that sort of stuff out, I'm like, man, I didn't even know. And it's just it's so amazing for people to learn new things about Star Trek, even if you don't like it. Um, You know, Star Trek is definitely a part of my life it is a huge part of my life, and to be able to share that part of my life with other people, it is, it's, it's pretty amazing, Um, you know, and I absolutely love doing it, but as far as stereo goes now, the other podcasting app that I was using, I'm not too keen on it, Um, I kind of got sick of it, I was pretty hyped about it at first, because I was trying to you know, have some fun conversations with people, but every single time I brought up Star Trek, it was like, okay, I'm out, you know, and it's just like, there's a lot of rude people on there, there's a lot of mean people on there, and honestly, I don't need that kind of negativity, unless I'm for sure certain that I'm going to be talking to somebody that I know, um, it's just, I'm not really big about it, I would just, so I'm, I'm coming back to this, um, you know, podcast uploads every single week every single Tuesday Um, and I want you guys to just sit back relax and I want to welcome you guys back to Star Trek exercise I'm super excited for this Um, I was gonna get a podcast out last week but a lot of things been going on I got a job and you know I'm gonna be starting that in a couple of weeks so um, I'm definitely gonna work hard to get this content out to you guys I just want to thank everybody uh, from my truck Twitter as well that have, you know, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say, "Hey, when are you uploading another podcast?" And I'm like, "Man, that's that's like, that's the, that's so amazing." You know, people were thinking about it, and uh, there was this one guy that posted a, a shout out to a bunch of Star Trek podcasters on Twitter, and I was included in that. And it's really, really nice to be known. As a podcaster to some people, it's really, really fun to be a podcaster, especially about Star Trek, um, and I do definitely take Star Trek very seriously, and uh, not as seriously as some people do. I mean, I'm not going to go full out, learn Klingon, wake up every morning, put makeup on, put prosthetics on, you know, because there's this one guy that literally lives the life of a, of a Klingon, and I don't take Star Trek that seriously, but I do definitely take it seriously. And it's one of those things like I take pride in it. I take pride in being a Star Trek fan. I take pride about being a Star Trek podcaster. Um, you know, and it's it's just a wonderful, wonderful fan base. And I'm always encouraging people, like, hey, you know, watch Star Trek, watch Star Trek, you know? Um, because Star Trek it's not just about the action, it's not just about the adventure, it's about you know, the celebration of humanity's individuality, okay, Um, and people just don't understand, you know, if you're a Star Trek fan, you have to be accepting of all kinds, no matter the race, no matter the gender, no matter whatever, no matter the ear shape, you have to, you know, you have to be accepting of all kinds of people, you have to be accepting of everybody, you know. In the future in Star Trek, there's no racism, there's no poverty, there's no hunger. Everything is united. And you know, it's it's one of those things that people don't understand. People think Star Trek is just this one big thing, you know, oh it's so nerdy. But I don't like Star Trek just because it's fun or it's funny or there's a lot of action in it. There's a lot of lessons to be learned in the Star Trek episodes. And, uh, if you are not a Star Trek fan, okay, and you're just supporting me on this, go ahead, hit me up on my Twitter, and I'll give you a list of episodes that I think you should watch, um, because there's a lot of good episodes in there that really focus on the humanity's individuality, the human condition, human morality, you know, like I said, a lot of lessons to be learned, and if you are a Star Trek fan, and if you just want to see my opinion, Uh, You can hit me up on Twitter, too, and I'd love to hear everybody else's opinion. Uh, Yeah, actually, let's let's all do that. If you're listening to this right now, please go on my Twitter. Send me a list of Star Trek episodes that you think are the most important, most significant, most meaningful. And I'm going to go ahead and give those a watch, even if I've already seen them. Because, you know, it's always nice to get a refresher every once in a while. Um, and I'm really interested in what people have to say about that, for sure. Um, you know, but like I was saying, Star Trek is about diplomacy, and the battle of the human condition. You know what I'm saying? It's not just oh, action, adventure, starships, warp speed, trans warp. You know, there's a there's a lot of things that go into Star Trek, but it goes much much deeper than the action, much much deeper than anything that anybody that doesn't know anything about Star Trek could know, you know, Star Wars, it's really, it's really about sci-fi, it's about action and adventure, I'm sure there was some thoughtful processes that went into it, and I'm sure it is very meaningful to a lot of people, but once you really do your research on Star Trek, once you really get to know the fandom, you're going to be in awe you're going to be like, I did not know that, that is absolutely amazing, because when I found these facts out myself, I was sitting there, and I was like, I did not know that, that is absolutely amazing, Um, and it's it's just so amazing, Um, and that's really what I try to tell everybody, you know, I don't try to shove Star Trek down people's throats, I try to kindly, I try to say, hey, you know, I know you're not a big fan of Star Trek, But, there are some really good episodes that I think you should give a watch, you know, go ahead and watch that, you don't have to get into it, I'm not saying to watch an entire series, I'm not saying to go binge watch all of the movies, I'm just saying, hey, there's a few episodes out there that are pretty significant, you know, pretty important that I feel like, you know, and, you know, it's it's just a wonderful joyride, and that's what Star Trek is. I am more in love with Star Trek than I have ever been Star Wars. And it was such a quick transition, too. I went from being a diehard Star Wars fan to literally the next day being a diehard, oh my gosh, Star Trek is the greatest thing that I was ever made fan, you know. And that was how quick the transition was. And it's absolutely amazing. Um, You know, and on these podcasts that I was doing on stereo... Um, I learned a lot of awesome information from other people that I didn't know. Um, apparently, uh, I'm gonna give you guys this little information. Lucille Ball actually, uh, apparently, Star Trek was gonna like go out of business or whatever, and they were gonna shut it down. But apparently, Lucille Ball brought out like a like bought out like a a production company or whatever. I can I don't really remember it, but but apparently, she like you know. She brought Star Trek back, and I guess she's the reason why Star Trek was able to keep going, because nobody wanted it. Um, and I found that out on Stereo, which I thought was a very, very awesome piece of information, you know? And, you know, and it's, it's, it's just amazing. It's an amazing... It, it brings people together. It's an amazing sci-fi show. Um, Star Trek Discovery Season 3. Haven't watched it yet. In fact, I haven't even watched... Any lower decks yet, and I'm super super upset about that. But as soon as I get this money rolling in, those will be the things that I get because I really want CBS All Access back so that I can watch lower decks, you know, you know, watch Star Trek Discovery Season 3. People are saying that Star Trek Discovery Season 3 is absolutely amazing, you know. And I'm just sitting here like, man, I really wish I could experience that, you know. But people on Twitter have been very, very good on not spoiling Star Trek. I follow I follow the right people, you know. And they're not, oh, here's a spoiler, here's a spoiler. No, they're not like that. And I really appreciate that. Um, and it's just, it's amazing. Like I was saying before, um, it brings people together. And... Uh, I'm super duper excited because this podcast is something that, you know, obviously you go here, you can learn something new about Star Trek, um, or you can just sit here and, you know, I'm going to just tell you a little bit about Star Trek, you know, and if you're not a fan, I mean, you don't have to be a fan to listen to this podcast, Um, you you can just sit back, relax, and just learn something that you didn't know before. And that's really what this is about. It's for the fans, and it's for the not-fans. Um, and I I, I I, never try to criticize somebody. You know, if they say Star Trek sucks, hey, you know, that's you. I'm gonna do me. I know that Star Trek doesn't suck. Um, like I said, I don't try to shove it down people's throats, for sure. Um, but I do have a lot of fun with it. Um, and I take pride and having fun with it, Um, uh, you know, and I just, like I said, this is the last thing I'm going to say, I want to thank everybody out there that asked the questions, that really put in the effort to ask me when I was coming back, because those are the kind of things that I really, really enjoy, I really enjoy the thought of people listening to my podcasts, I really enjoy the thought of people enjoying them, um, I actually, I, I now actually have uh, about 25 different people listening to this podcast. And I'm not really like, uh, you know, trying to get more people. Obviously, I would like more people to listen to my podcast, but I'm not complaining. You know, like 25 different people listening to my podcast is enough for me to say, hey, that, mu- that amount of people, they're actually interested in what I say. And I have over 300 and something plays. And for only 15 podcasts, that means that a lot of people had to have listened to that podcast multiple times. Or, you know, I've had more people come in. But, you know, as far as like... Um, I'm, I'm thinking maybe the monthly listeners is like 350 or something like that and just, I don't really know. I haven't figured all of, this, all of the statistics, uh, statistics yet, but um, I just want to thank everybody out there for supporting the podcast, for supporting me. It is very, very important to me and I just could not be more happy, more thankful that all of you guys stuck with me through it. Um, but like I said, we're back on the grind um, you know, podcasts every Tuesday, um, you know, and just look forward to that. Um, I'll be trying to upload them, uh, probably sometime around 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to hit that on the dot every single time. Uh, most of the time it's just, hey, I record a podcast, edit it, and then get it out. But I, I kind of want to start having a system on this thing, you know. I don't have as much free time. I won't have as much free time on my hands as I do now in a couple of weeks. So um, I'll do my absolute best that I can. But I just want to make sure that everybody's doing good. I want to I know what you dressed up as for Halloween. I want to know what your favorite, most significant Star Trek episodes are. And I'll be looking forward to uh, re- receiving a, a direct message in my Twitter inbox. You guys have a good rest of your day. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Um, and just, like I said, if anybody wants to, you know, uh, join in on, you know, join on in. You know, be a guest star. I would absolutely love that. Um, We'll sit here, talk about Star Trek. It doesn't have to be about anything specific. Um, You know, we're just going to have some fun. That's what this is all about. Have a little fun, you know, be a little funny, you know, all that sort of stuff just about Star Trek. You know, you could obviously add a little bit more things in there. You know, this is a, you know, I've talked about American Horror Story. I've talked about Star Wars, you know, obviously not full episodes on those things, but, uh, you know, and let me know what you guys think about all of these new sound effects. I'm really, really interested. I really want to know, um, and we'll we'll see how this goes. All right, I'll, I'll see you guys later. Um, one of one of the weirdest episodes for me, um, and this is just one of my personal opinion opinions, is uh. uh the episode with Lol. Yep. we the offspring um, where data basically creates a child you know I found I found it very unsettling I just Lol was unsettling it was unsettling um, you know and that's really all I have yeah. to say about that episode but there's a lot of really good next generation episodes out there um, and next generation right off the bat okay if you watched the original series right off of the bat, the Next Generation captivates you. You have Admiral McCoy, sure. you know, talking to Data, you know, comparing Data to Spock, even though it doesn't refer like directly, you know, uh, compare the two. But uh, you know, just seeing the uh, yeah, DeForest Kelly nice. back in the role, um, and you know, seeing that oh, he's so old, um, yeah. you know, um, it's just like dang, people really live that long in the future, you know? Um, And it's just like, it's really amazing. And then you obviously have, um, you know, uh, Captain Kirk meets, uh, you know, Picard in Generations. Um, And uh, it's, it's really amazing. Um, Because, uh, you know, Relics in uh, Season 6, Episode 4, where Scotty comes back, you know, that was probably one of my favorite uh, episodes ever. You know, uh, you know, Scotty is in the future. He's on this Enterprise. You know, uh, yeah. you know, they, they use synthesizers now for their alcohol. You know, <laughs> he's like, this isn't scotch. I know real scotch when I taste it. You know, it's. It's uh it's one of those things and it really hit hard when uh you know, Scotty goes into the holodeck and he runs a program of the the Enterprise that he's that he's used to, you know, and he's looking around and everybody's everybody that he knew on that ship is dead, you know. Um, or just really old. Um uh, yeah. it's and and he's still got, looking the ahead. same exact age that he did, you know. Um, it's definitely yeah, it's 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 really sad. Um sure. just because it it's almost like he's alone. You know. It's like it's like I'm one of the last people on Nexus. this enterprise, you know. Uh Kirk oh. is is caught in a uh, you know, what was it called the uh, Nexus. You know? mm-hmm. And uh you know everybody thinks that Kirk is dead you know um, really he's just trapped in here for 80 years and then Scotty was trapped in like a transporter sequence for for sure you know 70 years it's 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 just it's really a touching episode um, and I remember uh, when I when I was watching it for the first time and I was going through um, to see You know what episodes i got to look forward to you know not watching it just sort of reading the description um and i saw scotty on there and i was like man i really wish that i did not see that because just to see him come back and not know anything would have just been so shocking you know for sure and i really hate when things like that happen because it's like i want to be surprised and that's exactly how i was with the borg though You know in enterprise i had no i I had no idea whatsoever you know i thought i thought starfleet didn't encounter the borg until next generation era but to find out that you know uh you know the enterprise crew um of the uh you know the 22nd century uh, uh encountered it and I knew immediately Uh-oh. when they were frozen in the snow and they brush off yeah. the top, and you see one of the like one of those eye pieces. I was like, "No, yeah, can't be. It's the Borg." No. You know, obviously, right. they don't they don't directly refer to them as the Borg, but you know, you obviously know it's the Borg. You know, and it's it's just it's it's so amazing. Um, now, the most, uh, you know. If if, I'll, I'll, I'll say one more episode you know two-parter that really hit home course, uh, yeah. well not home you know really hit hard what uh, best yeah. of both worlds um, that was really sad um, I remember I tried to do as little research as possible yeah. just so it's almost like I was a kid when it first came out no, because obviously, when it aired on television, there was yeah. no things to update you. Oh, this is what this episode's going to be about. It was like you just had to see what happened. And I really want that same feeling, so I try to do as minimal research as possible. Um, and that's one of the things that I really regret yeah. watching the Next Generation movies before I watched the Next Generation because it referred to back when the Card was assimilated. And. Um, and i know that if i would have just watched that episode not knowing what the heck was going on uh, i definitely yeah. would have hit a billion times harder but since i was expecting it i kind of missed that experience um and it re- it was really it's one of those things um but locutus was uh <laughs> it was scary um you know, uh it was it was really yeah. sad. You know, when they were in the process of, of assimilating Picard, you could see one and final tear. Yeah,
0: sure. It's, uh, um, it makes a big impact. I think that that, that there's an emotional component yeah. to the best of both worlds that I think people who have you know seen it many many times and have this preconceived notion of uh, years and years and years of saying, "Oh, it's the great two parter with the Borg and the Wolf Three Five Nine and all this great stuff, this big stuff that happens in it. But, you know, watching, watching what happens to Picard's rough and watching what Picard unwittingly does to uh, humanity and these different, all these ships and all these Starfleet officers is, is, is tough too. And getting to see the next episode, Family, where he's kind of processing it and struggling to overcome, you know, his own feelings about it. Uh, there there is an emotional punch that I think kind of gets overlooked at times.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you could see throughout the rest of the show, you know, throughout the movies... Even in Picard, um, a little bit. You know, First Contact, you know, you could see how it still affects him. and in Picard, you know, and, uh, you, you know, you could see... Uh, in a, you know, when Hugh showed up, you know, when he was first introduced into the show, you know, he was like, "There's no way that this this Borg, you know, is right. referring to himself as Hugh." You know, he 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 couldn't accept it because of how traumatized he was. You know, he was like, "No, you are, you know, you are Borg," you know. um and it's like resistance is not futile and it really it really hit in the heart you know there's a lot of emotional trek episodes out there and that's what i love about it you know trek is trek is funny there's action there's humor there is there's adventure you know but most importantly no, you know there's true. sadness and in it all too you know star maybe, trek yeah. is not yeah. you know necessarily a safe
0: one to boil down like what what keeps me coming back to it? Why do I love it so much? I think I think maybe the core reason, I mean, the obvious answer and the safe answer is always that, what we kind of let off with talking about when Man is coming before, that there's always a lesson there. There are important things that you can carry with you into your own life. And it becomes a philosophy, the way you handle problems and other people, like there's all that stuff. But beyond that, from the basic, like why is it a cool TV show for me, is that week to week, episode to episode, you never know what you're going to get. When you sit in front of, a show like CSI or even game of thrones, you you know exactly what tone you're going to get. You know exactly what genre you're going to get. You basically know the package with star Trek. You could get a romantic comedy this week and then a weird off the wall, crazy science fiction concept, the next, and then an action adventure story and then a sad character drama and then a Western, like it, it, it can be all of those things and it does all of them kind of uniquely well. Um, it it doesn't have to be a a set single package. It doesn't do it. It's not just one thing. It can do it all within the overall umbrella of the science fiction TV show that obviously Star Trek is. But I, I always, I think one of the things that drew me to it growing up was that I never knew what to expect week to week from a, from a tone standpoint, from a genre standpoint, Um, And I think it taught me I'm a a big movie person, too. And I think one of the reasons I'm a movie person and that I can watch movies of all kinds from around the world, different genres. Like if somebody says, what kind of movies do you like? I say all kinds of movies. And I think part of that is because I grew up watching Star Trek where all the episodes were all different. You know, it wasn't just a murder mystery every week or just a war story every week. It was those things. You got those things, but you got everything else, too.
1: right right you know and uh, like you were saying you hit the nail right on the head with that it could be you know something super you know funny one week and then the next week you know for instance let's take you know Tasha Yar for example you know um, you know Mm -hmm. the you know the previous episode was you know uh, I think it was called symbiosis symbiosis Um, you know and then you had skin of evil um, you know uh, they have a you know in symbiosis they have, you know they rescue four people off this freighter and you know they have, you <laughs> know uh, they're from two different planets you know they have a you know a, a complicated trading relationship you know uh, and then and then <laughs> the next episode there's this huge you know uh, you know tar monster you know Ar- and Armus was uh, you know if you see in Star Trek Discovery, I feel like, um, yeah, you know, they kind of brought of back, uh, I feel like they were kind Zero. of hinting yeah, at, you know, him, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm I good. was watching it, and I was like, wait a second, that kind of looks, kind of looks like Armus. So, so, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah. In discovery they referred to the yeah, borg there's
0: definitely some, a yes, little bit alluding not to not the borg
1: the but borg. kind of something like it yeah. you know the nanites going in right and um, you know and it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things you know and then in the skin of evil you know you have tasha yar you know yeah. dying You know, and it was so sad, because now that was one of those things where I didn't do any research, I didn't look ahead, you know, and I was watching it, and, uh, you know, they're trying to stabilize her at the end, and then they lose her, and then it's just like, she's gone. I mean, they have this humongous ceremony for her in the holodeck, and it's just so touching and so heartbreaking, and like you were saying, it just keeps you going back for more, because you never know what to expect right and that's why I, that's more. why i can get Definitely into can it so the, much because it's, it's not it unique, always think. the yeah, same you know,
0: just thinking about some of the episodes you talked about tonight you talked about uh you know regeneration the borg episode from enterprise which is like this horror thriller for a big chunk of it um these guys in the in the arctic uncovering the borg and slowly them waking up and they get assimilated and it turns into this big action story and then you know just a, a few minutes later we're talking about the inner light which is this deep 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 character drama that doesn't have any action in it it's not interested in thrilling you in the same way but it, it's it's just as good it's just a different kind of story and they, they both feel perfectly at home and in, in the star trek universe and i think that's a unique thing that a lot of a lot of really good tv just can't do because it's not in its dna it, 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 can't, it can't stretch in the same way And it can't give you the the spectrum of of feels the way Star Trek
1: can. Right. Right. And, uh, man, like, there's just, there's so many different types of, uh, you know, series out there. All the series, you know, they're different, different characters. Okay. Um, But, uh, you know the different characters is what makes it amazing, um, and I the inner light is always going to be one of those things. You know, every single time I watch it, it's going to be like this guy just lived an entire life then yeah. realizing that it was not real. You know, but it was real to him.
0: For
1: sure. You know, and it was just it's it, it's it's one of those things that really can put you in your feelings. Um, but but yeah, I, I, you know, just a little bit more uh, to add favorite on here. Series, I'm, I'm interested in um, what some of your I, I, uh, favorite episodes or series are. I think of the way I
0: grew up with it in the way that I have such fond memories of all of them, I kind of view it almost as one show, like is like different chapters of the same story. Uh, and because of that, I have a really hard time picking a favorite um, of, the, of the series. Uh, I love them all for their own reasons. Like you said, they all have different traits. They all have different strengths, I think. Uh, they all offer something a little different, um, but I, I, I really uh, have genuine love for all of them in their own way. Uh, favorite episodes, some of the ones you mentioned. Uh, Best of Both Worlds is way up there for me. I love uh, the Inner Light. Um, I love Yesterday's Enterprise from TNG. Uh, I think the way that that capitalizes on Tasha's death and 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 the continuity of Star Trek with the Enterprise C and what could happen. Uh, you know how, how like the butterfly effect sort of, of of you know one encounter in in Romulan space can sort of shift history completely in another direction. Um, Uh, i i love that uh from from the original series my favorite episode in all star trek is the city on the edge of forever which is a pretty common i think least cited like all-time great Uh, you know i love uh just the the cosmic love story uh, you know the way that only star trek can do it The, the episode starts on the bridge of the enterprise and 15 minutes later you're in the streets of 1930s new york and watching Captain Kirk fall in love with a woman who's out of time completely. Like the way she talks, she's talking about the Star Trek universe. You know, her, her aspirations are exactly what Star Trek is. And that's why Kirk falls in love with her and has to make this, this tragic choice to let her die so the history can play out the way it needs to so that Star Trek can come down the road. Um, so, you know, that that's, that's sort of my sort of like ultimate Star Trek episode. Um, but there are so many. I mean, from uh, Deep Space Nine, um, Duet is a great one from the first season. Uh, Voyager, I think Scorpion uh, is as good as it gets. The the Borg. Um, Enterprise similitude from the third season uh, with Trip being cloned. I think that has some really uh, heavy drama. Um, It really puts the characters in tough spots and tests Archer and uh, in ways that are unique to that episode and really strong. Um, th- th- there's so many. Uh, it- it's hard. Uh, th- th- there's there's a, a a big handful from each show that I can really point to and say, "Man, that's great. That's classic Star Trek." Um, but
1: yeah. yeah for sure uh, I, I can't believe I forgot to mention the city on the edge of forever because that um, in the original series is one of the, one of the episodes that I can just watch over and over again in the original series I, I believe it was at like a at, I think it was a comic-con I can't remember specifically but in 2016 it was actually uh, rated uh, the best uh, original series episode um, and one of my favorites is a piece of the action Um, yeah, yeah, a piece of the action is so fun, a gangster, gangster Spock, man, I can't get over it. Um, you know, it's just, it's awesome. You know, uh, the original series, uh, it's, it's amazing. I'm going to be, I I think the only, uh, Mm -hmm. I've watched at least a little bit of every Star Trek series, except, uh, (laughs) for obviously I haven't watched lower decks and, uh, I haven't watched the animated yeah. series. Grade, I highly um, recommend that. I'd say... Yeah, so I think the only, animated only animated ones that I last. haven't watched like, yet are uh, the cartoons. All, you're kind of
0: bored and you need um, something new. Save that for kind of covering your last base. It's It's got some value to it. It's, yeah. it's fun in its own way, but keep your expectations check. <laughs>
1: right. You know, yeah. and... The only, reason, the only reason why I haven't watched the Lower Decks... It's just I, I, I don't have CBS All Access right now. I'm hoping to get that back soon, but... Um, you know, uh, it's one of those things... Uh, I love it. Um, and people describe me as someone... Oh, I could see anything Star Trek, and I love it. And I'm not going to deny that fact. Um, just because it's so fun. Um, I'm not saying that I hated uh you know uh nemesis i'm not saying you know anything (laughs) um i think if there's one star trek movie that i just cannot sit through for a second time is uh, the motion picture i I, I grew
0: up liking it and i'm 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 a Um, fan of it but you are not alone there are a lot of people out there who really have a hard time with that um because of its pacing it's it's like its style uh it's 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 definitely um in a league of its own in a lot of ways
1: like it was definitely fun don't get me wrong but just the pace of it you know extremely extremely slow um you know uh, you know and the uniforms uh man I think I think I read somewhere where it was like it took them like, like almost an hour to get into the uniforms and then but and like, then yeah, they were like, tough. "Okay, uh, welcome back for a second movie, but only if the we get into it. I think the forms. also
0: catches people's eye with Star Trek and maybe cooks people, you know? especially young people, um, young kids. Is the color of it, like physical, you know, colorful palette, uh, the, the different colored uniforms, the the bright. You, you just get colors in it that you don't typically get: pinks and yellows and golds and, and bright greens. Like just in the in in what they what they do and kind of cross all the shows, it, it's it's old color palette and. Uh, the motion picture I think they kind of oddly uh went the other way Uh, especially the original series most of all it has that bright 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 color palette uh like fuchsia wall lighting and stuff that really pops on color tv um like it was intended to they had a strong desire in the late 1960s to uh push that color tv and they they they, you know imbued a lot of the shows in that time to, to to make people want that um because they were just kind of coming out and becoming more common, and Star Trek is, you know, as good an example as any of trying to take advantage of that color. Uh, so, the, from TOS being so colorful and using that full spectrum of the color palette, uh, the, the, the the motion picture definitely kind of goes more to that beige, gray, um, you know, single tone uh, palette that isn't isn't quite as dynamic.
1: right and uh you know one, one final thing all right um so uh i really really liked uh what they did with the rest of the motion picture you know movies um you know the original motion picture movies um you know where it was just all red you know Obviously, you know you had the different color, like collar colors. You know, obviously, you know Kirk, Spock, they wore the white ones, and you know Bones wore like you can know, you know, just greenish. You know, I can never tell with those. Is you know people draw it as like gray, green, purple. You know, you can never really tell. Um, you know, and it's 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 really interesting. You know, obviously, you know Savic you know red you know the lieutenant's right you know it was it was really interesting i really liked what they did with that it was simple um and to me in my opinion a lot more stylish um you know yeah. i really liked that sure. you know yeah, uh and you know not as simple as the original series but you know it, it still looked Pleasure. cool I, re- I really did like that but um man i well i really want to thank you for your time today uh it's it's been it's been a wonderful talk I'm, I'm super super stoked uh you know uh to have you here with me but uh, it, it looks I like uh, we're gonna oh, we're gonna oh, call it a night here uh for this your, episode uh, like I said, it was you know great i hope that you had a good time um
0: Absolutely. I I really
1: appreciate you for dropping on, dropping on, giving me your time um, and uh, make. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Star Trek exercise. It was an honor to have Bill here today. If you have not followed him yet, go ahead and go on Twitter at TrekFan4387. Uh, He's an awesome guy. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I do apologize for the muffle. It's it. I, I realized that I was really muffled in this one. Um, I was just listening back, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, look forward to uh, you know having Bill back on this uh, on this show. Um, I know I'm looking forward to it. Um, but anyway, yes, without further ado, hope you guys had. A wonderful time. And until next time, live long and prosper.